0: Happy Friday, everybody! Welcome to our sixth installment of our Lind Bible Study Challenge, where we have been following in the footsteps of Jesus and reading the four Gospels over 45 days. Now, we, just this past week, We read Luke chapter 23 and 24, so we finished up the book of Luke, and now we are in the book of John. This week we read John chapter 1 through 10, and today's reading was John 9 and 10. So I'm going to take you through a couple of the key highlights, things that stood out to me In this episode and we'll wrap up this episode with a special scripture meditation to really let you just soak in the presence of God um, in this Lent season. So let's go ahead and dive into today's episode. Hey dreamers, welcome to the dream planning podcast. If you've been led here, I believe it was on purpose. You are created and loved by God and your life is full of purpose. If you've been sitting in a season of searching or unfulfillment and you're ready to change your life and hear from God, this is the podcast for you. Hi, I'm Polly Payne, the CEO and founder of Horatio Printing, and I'm here to lead you in tactical, practical, faith-led trainings to help make your God-sized dreams a reality in your life and your business. Your dreams matter because you matter. So open up your planner, pour a cup of coffee, and let's dream together. Okay, so let's dive into this week's reading. So we ended our reading with Luke chapter 23 and 24. We ended the book of Luke and that really took us through the crucifixion and resurrection. So we finished up with the Passion of the Christ. And I think it's so special that we've been reading this over and over um, as we read Matthew and Mark and now we finish the book of Luke because next week is Holy Week. We're starting the week, really, the road to Easter and so it's so cool that we've been reading this over and over because I hope this has been preparing your heart to really soak in the magnitude um, and the wonder of what took place two thousand years ago. So let's dive into the book of John. I love the book of John partially because it's one of the gospels that's a true firsthand account. John was one of the disciples, so he, you know, witnessed this stuff firsthand. Whereas Luke and Mark, it was secondhand information, not that it, you know, delegitimizes, you know, their work or anything. They were, you know, Holy Spirit inspired books. But I think it's so cool when you get the firsthand account from someone who actually saw all these miracles take place in person. And I love the way the book of John starts out. He doesn't start out like Matthew with this whole lineage. He starts out with almost this poetry of the word becoming flesh. And I love what it says in John chapter 1 verses 9 through 12. I'm going to read it out of the NIV. It says, the true light, and he's talking about Jesus, the true light that gives light to everyone was coming into the world. He was in the world, and though the world was made through him, the world did not recognize him. He came to that which was his own, but his own didn't receive him. Yet to all who did receive him, to those who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of of God and I want to read this out of the passion translation that was the NIV. I've really been enjoying the passion translation here recently. Um, it's just beautiful and I love all the notes at the bottom because it kind of explains whether it was the Greek or the Aramaic or like the Hebrew where the translations come from but in verse 9 it says, "For the light of truth was about to come into the world and shine upon everyone. He entered into the very world he created yet the world was unaware. He came to the very people he created, yet those who should have recognized him, but they did not receive him. But those who embraced him and took hold of his name were given authority to become children of God. So those who embrace him and take hold of his name, believing in his name, which means to put your faith in his name, to lay hold of his name means to believe all that he represents and put into practice what he taught in the power of his name. For everyone who embraces and takes hold of his name, we're given authority to become children of God. You have the authority as a child of God. That's just such a beautiful reminder today. Moving on through the book of John, John chapter two, we read of the miracle of Jesus turning water to wine. And then we also read the story of Jesus flipping the tables at the temple, which I like to call Savage Jesus. It's where he goes in, he realizes, you know, the corruption is happening in a space that should be so pure in his father's home, and he, um, he cleans house. And I think I don't know for me that's just a really timely word of what's going on a lot of churches it's going on in a lot of uh, Christian cultures of things being exposed things being shared and Jesus is flipping some tables and it's happening um, it's happening all over the world. John chapter 3, moving on to John chapter 3, this is where we get our wonderful scripture. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believes in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. In the Passion it says, for this is how much God loved the world. He gave his one and only unique son as a gift. So now everyone who believes in him will never perish but experience everlasting. Everlasting life. I want you to sit on this word for just a second. Everlasting. 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 There's something so beautiful that happens when we shift our hearts to eternal matters, when we shift our hearts and our focus to heaven, when we look upward. There's something amazing that happens. Our spirit is just drawn to eternity. I also really love John 3:21. It says, But those who love the truth will come out into the light and welcome its exposure. For the light will reveal that their fruitful works were produced by God. Let me read that again. But those who love the truth will come out into the light and will welcome its exposure. For the light will reveal their fruitful works that were produced by God. It's saying that if you are truly of God, you're not afraid of exposure. You're not afraid of being seen fully because the light of Jesus exposes us. Um, And sometimes exposure can be scary, but the true exposure of the light of Jesus will reveal fruitful works produced by God. And if you're listening to this right now, I'd love to hear how your Lent journey has been going. Why don't you drop into the review section of this podcast, share with me if you have been a part of this journey and tell me what your favorite chapter um, in this reading has been for you and what, you know, kind of stood out for you in John chapter one through John chapter 10. What is your favorite scripture? I would love for you to share that and share a little bit about what your, how your experience has been. The last one I want to land on um, in this little weekly reading is John chapter 6. I was actually rereading this today, and it's the story of Jesus walking on water. And it's a little different than the account where you see that Peter jumped out of the boat. This one's a little different. In this one, it says, I'm going to just read it to you. After waiting until evening for Jesus to return, the disciples went down to the lake but as darkness fell, he still hadn't returned. So the disciples got into the boat and headed across the lake to Capernaum. By now, a strong wind began to blow and was stirring up the waters. The disciples had rowed about halfway across the lake when all of a sudden they, got caught, they caught sight of Jesus walking on top of the waves coming towards them. The disciples panicked, but Jesus called out to them, Don't be afraid. You know who I am. They were relieved to take him in. And the moment Jesus stepped into their boat, they were instantly transported to the other side. What? 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 It's like, I don't, how, how did I miss reading this before? I know I've read the book of John, I do not remember this story. They were relieved to take him in. The moment Jesus stepped into the boat, they were instantly transported to the other side. That is such a crazy miracle. And for me, I was just kind of rereading this and sitting with it. And it just reminded me that when Jesus steps into our mess, when Jesus steps into our storm, when Jesus steps into our middle or in the middle of something, miracles happen. His miracles can transport you to places you never thought you would go. Let me just say, when I said yes to Jesus in my life, I'm talking about back in 2014, 2013, around that time, when I said yes to Jesus, he has now transported me to a place I had no idea I would be. Running a Christian company, if you would have met me in 2011, you would have been like, yeah, right. Not this girl. This girl, not this girl. I mean, it it makes no sense. But the truth is when you fully allow Jesus to come into your life and little by little transform your heart, there are miracles that will transport you to places you could never go. And often we get in our head where we're going and what needs to happen. And we get stubborn on this timeline of when God needs to make it happen. And so I just want to encourage you today. To stop striving. God is not asking you to be God. He is God. He doesn't need you to be God. Let God be God. He knows what you're going through, He knows the desires of your heart. Let God be God. Whatever you're holding on to or carrying right now, you know, I feel like there's some things we're carrying, and God's like, I never told you to carry that. I just want to encourage you to lay it down this week. Lay it down next week. Let God be God. Stop striving. Focus on spending time with him, spending time in his presence and being faithful with where he has placed you today. Now we're going to end today's episode with a quick Lectio Divina, and I'm going to read to you John chapter 10, verses 9 through 11. We're going to read the story of the Good Shepherd. I just love that this was part of our reading today the fact that Jesus is the Good Shepherd, and we are his sheep, and because of that, we know his voice. So I want you to settle in right now. Just take a deep breath. I want you to forget about what's going on for the rest of the day. Forget about your to-do list. Just settle in and close your eyes and take a deep breath. Breathe in. Breathe out. Breathe in. Breathe out. Okay so I'm going to read you John chapter 10 verses 9 through 11. I'm going to first read out of the NIV and then I'm going to read out the Passion and then I'm going to read the NIV again. And between each reading there's going to be about a 30 second to a minute pause and this is just for you to sit and to meditate and to just sit in stillness in the presence of God. So I hope this blesses you. Just settle in for a minute and I'll begin reading. I am the gate. Whoever enters through me will be saved. They will come in and go out and find pasture. The thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. I have come that they may have life and have it to the full. I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd lays down his life for the sheep. I am the gateway. To enter through me is to experience life, freedom, and satisfaction. A thief has only one thing in mind. He wants to steal, slaughter, and destroy. But I have come to give you everything in abundance, more than you expect. Life in its fullness until you overflow. I am the good shepherd who lays down my life as a sacrifice for the sheep. I am the gate. Whoever enters through me will be saved. They will come in and go out and find pasture. The thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. I have come that they may have life and have it to the full. I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd lays down his life for the sheep. thank you so much for your revelation for your truth for the way that you love us and you tenderly care for us and the way you've sacrificed for us god we receive your mercy we ask for your forgiveness we ask that you will just fill us with your holy spirit and help us to walk in the fullness of the calling that you've placed on our lives we ask all these things in jesus name amen amen i hope you have an absolutely wonderful day. We have one more week left before our Lent Bible Study Challenge is over. I'm so proud of you guys for sticking with it, and I hope this has blessed you. If you want to learn more about Horatio Printing or maybe grab one of our soap Bible studies, we're having a spring sale over at HoratioPrinting.com. We're actually doing buy one get one on our soap Bible studies. So if you're looking for a great soap Bible study to jump into once this Lent Bible study um, is over, head over to HoratioPrinting.com. You can use the code StudyBogo to buy one Bible study, get the second one. 50% off, which is great. If you want to do, um, a Bible study with a friend to share it with somebody, give that gift, have an accountability buddy. Um, so that's over there for you. I hope you have a wonderful day. You are so loved. Bye guys.